the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back. It's hour two of the show. So good to have you here. Our phone number, 303-696-1971-696-1971-67 degrees in Aurora, 69 over there in hell, otherwise known as my once beautiful, once beloved birth city of Denver, Colorado. And tomorrow is going to be awesome. We are definitely planning some outdoor activities because uh, it looks to, Monday's pretty good, too, and it's Columbus Day uh, for those who aren't so politically correct that they just can't stand the idea of celebrating Columbus Day. So there may be some folks who are off. The whole state of Colorado shut down last Monday for Cabrini Shrine Day, and the federal courts, state courts were closed last Monday. The federal courts are closed this Monday. You can imagine the employees at my law firm are all thinking we really should be celebrating both of those, but uh, we may be able to work that into the calendar next year, but uh, but not this year. Anyway, it's good to have you here, and in the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to be joined by uh, my good friend, Congressman Tom Tancredo, because he's got a story to tell. You know how agitated and excited and upset and overwrought and overwhelmed that everybody has been about the ousting of Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. And um, that's not really such an unusual thing. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but it has happened before, and Tom Tancredo's got a story that he wants to share. If you were here in the first hour, I told you about a wonderful lunch I was at. I like to support our party, and I'm trying to get back in the swing of things as I recover from the loss of my wife a couple months ago now, 18 weeks to be exact. And... Um, so the Capital Club, Capital Club lunch was moved down to Colorado Springs in order to to accommodate the not only the scheduling but just the travel distance and school of our next guest. His name is J-Rod, Jaden Rodriguez, a 12-year-old 7th grader at Vanguard School. And before we bring him on, I'd just like you to hear what some of the largest names in media have been saying about this young man. Video coming out of Colorado Springs that's getting national attention this morning. A 12-year-old boy in Colorado was kicked out of class for having a Don't Tread on Me flag on his backpack. The school claimed the flag has links to slavery. Don't tread on me. How does that relate to the slave trade at all? Okay, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't. And these are the kind of boobs that we have running our schools. If you watch the video that is unblurred, um, he actually, he looks at his mom and he kind of smiles whenever they say that it's tied to slavery. Like, he's like, these teachers have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he knows more than the teachers. You can clearly tell by the look on his face. By the way, the kid who is fantastic. I love this kid. This kid, by the way, his favorite book is the creature from Jekyll Island by the Tuttle Twins. Love this kid. Let me ask, where did your politics come from? Because you're obviously very knowledgeable. You know a lot of things about American history. How did you get so political? Um, I give it mainly to Connor Bull. 
Boyack with his um, Tuttle Twins. I read those growing up, and that really, really helped me. And now I have a good understanding of America. And, like, it, it talks about inflation and all sorts of key concepts that um, someone should know. So I give it to my mom and Connor Boyack for my knowledge of knowing more than an average uh, teacher. If you didn't know, Connor Boyack, he's one of the writers of the Tuttle Twins books, and he produces the Tuttle Twins TV shows. If you need good, smart stories for your kids, send them to Tuttle Twins. Also, this kid, Jaden, reads Tuttle Twins books, and that is what inspired him to stand up for himself. So if you want a kid like Jaden, send them to Tuttle Twins. Amen. And everybody should want a kid like Jaden Rodriguez. He joins us now. Jaden, good evening. Um, thanks for having me and my mom here. You are absolutely welcome. I, I have to tell you, um, you know, as Republican National Committee man, I try and go to these Capitol Club lunches and other Colorado State GOP events, and I was excited to come down and, you know, meet you and hear you and meet your mom and, you know, see what kind of parent um, creates a, a powerhouse like you. But I, I just had no idea that I would be blown away by your ability to stand up in front of a group of strangers, a, a packed room of adults, and deliver. Man, you're smart, you're funny, you're thoughtful, you answered questions, and I am just really impressed. So thank you very much for everything that you're doing and that you did today. You entertained a lot of people and gave us hope. Um, well, I guess you're welcome. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I was kind of freestyling my speech. I did have an outline to get me on track. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, but you just you were very comfortable up there, and uh, I I love that you're giving credit to the Connor Boyack books. Uh, your mom talked about you know limited on television, limited on internet. Have the kids read, and then make sure they're reading the right stuff. But yeah, how long had you been wearing a, a Gadsden patch or or carrying a Gadsden patch on your on your backpack before the school got upset about this? <laughs> Um, so I'll take this one. So he, uh, Oh, Hey mom, well, let's, let's introduce you real quick. Eden, why don't you, uh, just tell us real quick about your family. We got to meet some of them today. Oh yeah. We got lots of little kids. Um, trying to get them to sit still today. That was a challenge, but they all did great. Um, and let Jaden talk and that, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, the, pa the patches on his backpack, were um had always been there for two years before fifth grade and sixth grade um he had a fpc patch which is firearms policy coalition they're kind of like the nra but they do a lot more with uh suing the state over unconstitutional gun laws and uh they're winning a lot of their cases even in places like california where you don't expect them to win um California just had a big win over there. Um, thank goodness that overthrew a bunch of the unconstitutional laws. But anyway, so he had the FPC patch. He had a bunch of other uh, little cartoons with, uh, you know, holding guns. And it, it wasn't anything that, you know, no one batted an eye until uh, he went to middle school and had his, uh, had a liberal teacher there maybe who complained. She said she felt unsafe. Um, oh, my God. She felt unsafe because of a patch on a backpack? Yeah, which it's just the culture where words and pictures <sighs> are literal violence and people are offended by everything. Maybe uh, she had some British ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, those the, the Gadsden flag. You know, for people who don't know, and I imagine this this, this audience understands the Gadsden flag. It's what the American Revolutionary Army um, used as their banner in taking on the most powerful military that the world had ever seen up until then for American freedom. And it's been incorporated into our Navy. It was the Continental Marines used it. Um, And it's got nothing to do with racism or slavery or anything else. It's about liberty. And so, yeah, Jaden, you're probably right. Some instinctive resistance. I I can't imagine being a smart, well-read, 12-year-old kid living in this woke nonsense. Um, yeah. What what it must be like for you, but um, and and you're at a charter school. I mean, is there isn't there a better place yeah, these, for him? The to The values be? were supposed to match our values. Yeah. When I was arguing with them over the patch, I was like, "Look, I chose this school." I read the dress code. There's nothing about patches in your dress code. You'd have to look to the district for that. And, like, I thought we shared the same values on this. Um, Even in fifth grade, the school, like, I loved this. The school did a uh, reenactment of the Civil War. They had kids with little toy guns um, with the little snap things. So, like, smoke came out, right? Yeah, little cap Uh, guns. Yeah. Yeah. So, um I, I thought that was great. I mean, if you're going to argue that it's disruptive and, like, scares kids, like, then how are you going to have a civil that, – that you can make the same argument for that that's rooted in racism. Like, it's just so silly um, and really, really shocking um, that they even took it this far and we had to be here. But I guess everything is shocking. You mentioned that Jaden's, uh, you know, having to live in this world. I was listening to an audiobook in the car called The Coddling of the American Mind. And it was talking about safe spaces with Play-Doh and bubbles to blow and things like that for college students. And Jaden was like, is this is this real? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, no way. And I was like, no, this is real life. This is really happening in, in the world today. And he's like, no. And I was like, this, this is this is a true story. This is not fiction. Jaden, have you have you been exposed to any George Orwell yet in your reading? Um, yeah. Um, Animal Farm. And 1984, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's it's when I read that, and I was probably your age when I did, I just thought I was reading a science science fiction book. I I had no idea that uh, the America that I grew up in, which was a much much more fun and much more uh, comfortable place to be than the one we've stuck you with, uh, that it would actually turn into what George Orwell predicted. Apparently, I, I just didn't realize he was a prophet. But you're you're living in it right now. It must just seem like current events to you when you read a book like that. Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. Me learning this that people um, are so easily offended and words are violence. It's just stupid in general yeah yeah it's anyone who hasn't been you know brainwashed mind numbed to actually buy into this soft squishy version of america would just automatically react and say are you kidding um what what kind of posters and and patches and and things like that are allowed at the school that don't cause you to be dragged in because of your dangerous racist Gadsden flag. What do you see around that school that, that you have to put up with? Um, pride flags, gay flags, um, a few BOM, all these other things. 
but they can wear theirs, but I can't wear mine. Like, it it, it must. It, yeah, it's it's crazy. It must have felt really good to you and your mom. We're talking with Jaden Rodriguez. His mom, Eden, is on the phone as well about this whole Gadsden thing. You mentioned today that you now that the video that your mom recorded while you guys were being interviewed by these supposed teachers who know nothing about American history or else intentionally are trying to skew it for their students has gotten how many views? Um, 12 million the last I checked. <laughs> wow. And uh, I don't know how much of this you were joking with, but it sounded to me like you're ready to monetize this bad boy now. Let's go. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> that's great. So there's a patch, a J-Rod uh, J patch that's out. Tell us about that. Um, patch Ops, uh, I would definitely recommend them for all your patches. They made a Don't Tread on J-Rod patch, which um, is now on my backpack that I wear at Pride. <laughs> that is so cool. Say it again slowly, the, the website, the company. PatchOps.com. Patch. Pa P A P C H O P P S dot com. Oh, got it. Patch ops. Okay, very cool. And you showed us that patch on your cell phone. You you've got it on your backpack. That is awesome. Um, are, how are students at Vanguard? Because I'm sure that they most of them know what's gone on with you and and how the school administrators had to back down. Um, how how do the students react to you? Are they brainwashed, mind-numbed zombies, or are they liking the fact that a, a young man who's willing to speak his mind can actually be acknowledged and free still in America? Um, some are supportive, but a few um, say you should have just followed the rules. But um, I've had a few kids um, feel patches off my backpack i mean it's heavy duty patches like a, a bird can and just rip it off that's incredible and so there yeah you know this happens in elections too you you may not have been exposed to this yet but um but the left will go around if you've got a donald trump sign in your yard or another successful conservative candidate they'll literally come in the middle of the night and steal your signs or you know paint over them or whatever it's it's so amazing, and you must be seeing this as well, Jaden, that people like you and I are fine with everybody else speaking their mind, saying what they want. We don't have to agree with them. We can undoubtedly out-talk them in almost every circumstance, but they can't tolerate you and I having a conversation like this or you speaking your mind. definitely crazy to live in a world where um, violence is words and opinions um, are, vi are violence and terrible and making safe spaces is just crazy. Yeah. Um, my mom also ordered me a Bedford flag. You may know it. It has Latin words on it. Win, conquer, or, or die, I think is other words. Have you gotten it yet? Is, is that going to go on your backpack? Yeah, it came in the mail today. We got to go pick it up. Um, but <laughs> uh, some kid stole his Gadsden flag, and then he put another flag, like a kid version of the Gadsden flag. It said, don't tell on me. It was a red Gadsden flag with a snake. Um, and some kids stole that. 
So now uh, we ordered the Bedford flag, and that's going up next, and we're going to sew that on. Yeah, and, and what it stands for, um, Jaden, is conquer or die. Conquer or die. So, you know, that's going to make some teachers feel very unsafe, the fact that you are standing up for freedom, you know. Definitely is. Um, I feel bad for the vice principal because he moved down to elementary for some reason. I wonder why. But um, <laughs> Well, tell folks what the role of the vice principal was in this so they'll understand why that may be significant that they've somehow been uh, demoted. Yeah. Um, I think she personally, like, that was a personal choice. Now she's working in the elementary department with hopes. I see. We're getting a little. We're getting a little muffled there. I don't know if you guys are on a, sharing a headset or what. Um, oh, um, I just said let's hope that she doesn't accuse another kid of wearing a so-called hate symbol. Yeah. How have the teachers or the administration dealt with you um, after your victory over their wokeness? They definitely don't like me that's for sure i mean i guess i ridiculed um their whole district in general for um believing that the gatson flag is racist and it's just um crazy um even now my mom is drinking out of a don't tread on me gatson cup drinking her tea (laughs) but yeah they don't like me a lot of teachers frown at me um just and they just give me dirty looks Wow. They they hate me, that's for sure. What has been the coolest thing that's come out of all this for you so far? You know, who have you met or what you've been allowed to do or, you know, the kind of exposure that you've had? What what do you like the most so far? I guess meeting uh, Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles and Brett. No, um, Candace Owens, and I even got him at meet Ben Shapiro. Yeah, did you go on the Daily Wire uh, podcast or something? Yeah, I was on Ben Shapiro's show. Yeah. Yeah, I th- we got a little bit of audio. We, I don't know if you heard that clip we played before we brought you on. but uh, Yeah, I did. I recognized all of them. Yeah, for sure. And Can- Candace, wa- tell folks that you shared an, an anecdote, and in fact I've got audio of her that we may play before the night is over. Uh, but what did Candace Owens recently say to some woke folks that you really liked? Um, I remember watching clips this trans student say what do you have to say to all the students here who feel um victimized or offended by your presence here um on campus and she said life's tough get a helmet yeah it's just hilarious these people can you imagine living in i mean israel is being bombed you know five thousand bombs missiles lobbed into israel this morning and we have Americans who are teaching their college kids when they're upset to go to their safe space with Play-Doh and bubble blowing. And we've got women, women like this trans activist um, talking to Candace saying, you know, people feel victimized but you're, by your presence. What do you say to them? And, you know, we need more Candace Owenses and less, um, less trans activists, <laughs> really. Unbelievable. I mean, how did America get this way? 
I mean, how dare you to all the um, terrible people in government um, inducing this? this? That would be the college uh, board, the board of directors at the colleges who let this stuff permeate in the 2010s. That's when it all started, 2010. Yeah. How dare you? Well, I, I'll disagree with you there, um, Eden, because I've been, you know, I've I've been on doing talk radio since about 2014, and and even back then I was pointing back 80, 90 years. The the, you know, the the Russian leadership recognized that they would never beat America through physical force, and so they determined to infiltrate our universities, our entertainment. Um, all of our different, you know, social structures, uh, they're in Hollywood, everywhere else. You know, we know how gross and disgusting Disney is now. And so it's been a, yeah. you know, it's been a decades long endeavor. And Jaden, I, I feel like I personally owe you an apology because I'm 64 years old. I wasn't paying attention until, you know, nine or 10 years ago. And um, and so we've sort of let this happen. And, and that's why I'm so committed as an activist and and dealing in politics and everything else, I refuse to leave the the country, the condition that we're in right now, to my kids and my grandkids, um, and that includes people like you. It, we just we we were asleep at the wheel, and but we're awake now. And I think people like you and and you know school boards being turned over and uh, libs of TikTok and just so many different ways that we're figuring out what's really going on. I think more and more people are waking up and we're going to save this thing for you and your brothers and sisters. Well, how dare you for not standing up back then? I know. Greta Thunberg, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah. The national debt being like 30, 32 trillion. Yeah. Uh, He's like, how dare you? Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. The Gre- I remember the Greta Thunberg line. Well, I'll tell you, it's the America I, when I was your age, man. You know, we had Ronald Reagan as a president. We, I had a, I lived in a neighborhood where we'd stay out after dark and we'd go in and out of our neighbors, you know, kids' houses and we'd watch uh, Batman or Green Hornet on black and white TVs and ride our bikes and break our arms and it was just a different world. So <laughs> until this got slapped in my face. I didn't know I needed to stand up, but uh, I don't think it's too late. And, man, I'll tell you, when I see Eden, you raising a a son like Jaden and the people that I've met at Turning Point Action, Charlie Kirk's group, the Shapiros, the the Hillsdale Colleges, the Colorado Christian Universities, and wherever it is you get Jaden to um, for his next level of education, I am filled with optimism and gratitude. So, you know, God bless you guys, and God bless you for raising a strong son. And, and Jaden, thanks for your courage, and you're very, very well-spoken for a 12-year-old. It's unbelievable. And keep up the good work, will you? I, I, I will. Do you, do you guys have a website or anything for him, or how can we help Jaden? And, and, uh, you know? uh, so to keep up with him, he has an Instagram um, it's based backpack boy. <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, he he posts all his little adventures on there and the the, the um, places he gets to go and meet with people and speeches and um, he's going to be at Amerifest and Liberty Con. Um, Liberty Con, he's going to be on stage doing stuff. I don't know what's happening with Amerifest, but um. That's next in line for us. We're we're way late on the break, but I'm going to ask you 
to answer one question, and I'm going to um, set it up with this text that just came in. Good evening, Randy from Nebraska. I love your show. I homeschooled my children, and it started back in the 80s. I started seeing liberal teachers trying to sway young minds, and I wouldn't have it. Eden, what advice would you give for parents of young children or grandparents who are trying to help influence the way their grandchildren um, learn about the world around them? Um, I, I guess just live out. I mean, Jaden has seen um, me and Cole and his grandpa Abel and uh, his other grandpa uh, J- Jacobs just constantly complain about taxes and how our paychecks are like, you know, just, just killed by them. And then I've, uh, I've taught them about it by eating their ice cream a lot and uh, reading the Tuttle Twins. During the summer, we do a lot of uh, homeschooling too. Like we, we teach them like our values and um, no TV, no uh, music from, you know, that's outright, all the music that's out right now is horrible. Um, so, just just don't raise them in the world and just talk to them um and i guess let them once they're big enough i guess uh jaden's you know kind of overheard what i watch on my phone you know when i'm watching matt walsh or candace owens sure um and hillsdale college i uh, does free courses and i'm interested in that so as a family we'll we'll watch some of their free courses um together um on my phone or whatever so yeah, just, uh, I guess, spend time with your kids. And if you spend enough time with them and don't give them an iPad or some phone or computer, they they end up being just like you. Well, Eden, thanks for sharing him with us, uh, both at the Colorado GOP Capital Club lunch and uh, tonight here with our audience in Denver and, and around the country. And uh, Jaden, another text message came into the studio. You're just a natural up there on the podium, and you were funny as well. And here's another quote you may love from Alexa, a very regular listener and texter to our station. I love the quote. She says, buckle up, buttercup. Bring it on. <laughs> Thank you, young man, and keep up the good work, will you? We'll be watching you. I will. Mr. Governor, Mr. President. Bring over me. <laughs> All right. Bring it on, man. Have a good one, and good night, you guys. God bless. Thanks for having us on. You good bet. Night. Bye. Yeah, how do you beat that? You just can't. Well, we're way late on the break. We'll get to some phone calls. Got a lot more to do with you tonight. We're halfway through the show. It's 631 on 710 KNUS. Man, makes me wish the old Harley was sitting outside. Did not have time to grab and go, but tomorrow will definitely be a Harley day. I heard 80 was possible tomorrow. They're, the forecasters are predicting 75, 76. One more day on Monday, and then we do start to get a real taste of fall. But, uh, man, it's been nice to enjoy, and I hope you're taking good advantage of it. We're back, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Fan favorite, Tom Tancredo. Some history on... Uh, replacing speakers, and as a former congressman, he knows it and knows it well. I'm looking forward. I actually haven't heard the story yet. He just told me about the story, and I said, hey, let's do it on air. So we'll do that around 7 o'clock. We're going to get to some of your calls here in just a second. Text messages are coming in. Uh, Is the site patchoff.com? No, if you're looking for the uh, patch that our last guest, Jaden J-Rod, Jaden Rodriguez, was talking about, it's patch ops. 
So P-A-T-C-H-O-P-P-S, like operations, special ops, except with two P's, patchops.com. Hope that helps, George. And um, you heard him mention that interaction that Candace Owens had with the trans activist. And we did pull that up. Let's just play that for you here real quickly. It's short. Trans students on this campus who actively feel victimized by your presence here tonight. Additionally, you just pointed out that this man detransitioned, but earlier in your speech... Guys, I want to hear her. Go ahead. What do I have to say? Just just the question, please. No speech. What is the question? What do you have to say to the trans students on this campus who feel actively victimized by your presence here? Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. Next question. Did you, did you hear that? Well, I, I'm I'm too pregnant for this, she said. My daughter would relate to that. She is about to burst. A couple more weeks. Our first granddaughter out of, and grandchild number five. So uh, even though we desperately miss the matriarch of our family, we're very excited about that. All right, let's, uh, we had kept promising some, call. oh, before we go to the phones, I just have to remind you, if you listen to this show, you have to listen to the historic Backbone Radio every Sunday night, 4 to 7 p.m., Dr. Matt Dunn, back live this Sunday. I think it was a rerun last week, uh, but I checked with Matt before I came in, and it will be a live, fired-up Dr. Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio, tomorrow night, 4 to 7 p.m. So very important to, uh, you know, hear the other side, have your eyes open, get away from the propaganda Avoid the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine and the soft, underbellied Republicans that keep getting it wrong time after time after time. All right, now let's get to the phones. Carly in Highlands Ranch, patiently waiting. Thank you for that, Carly. Welcome to the show. Um, God bless Jaden and his mom. That was a great, great interview. So impressed by him. Oh, it was so great to meet him. And I, you know, I didn't expect a lot. I thought, wow, you know, I, I, I want to meet him because he's kind of a celebrity, did a great thing. And then, <clears throat> and then he just stood up and impressed a room full of mostly old strangers. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, I have something very serious I want your thoughts on. All right. Uh, it was reported this week that the FBI is targeting as extremists and domestic terrorists people who support the MAGA movement and President Trump. And then you have the evil hag Hillary Clinton, who should be prosecuted for her crimes against the American people, suggesting that people who support President Trump need to be deprogrammed. Um, I worked on both Trump campaigns and voted for him twice, and I fully support him now. And I am very serious when I say to me, this sounds like a definite threat to my own safety and welfare if I support President Trump. Am I going to get arrested and put in solitary confinement for months or years because I want to support him the next election? Well, they're certainly trying to put the fear of God in people. And um, since you brought this up, Carly, why don't we let people hear exactly what Hillary Clinton had to say? very strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tale of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who 
has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you verify? Wow. And First I- of all, I don't take my marching orders from anybody. But secondly, I still think about and pray for the prisoners on January 6th or sitting in jail cells. And I'm very serious when I say this. What am I supposed to think now? Well, it's it's designed to intimidate people. It's designed to tamp down support. And I, I think all you're going to see is support continue to grow stronger and stronger with every passing court day, with every rally, with every opportunity to expose. We're, we're always referred to extreme as ex- referred to as extremists because we want to be left alone, because we want a secure border, because we want to be taxed less, because we want government to do less for us, not more. Uh, and again, just leave us alone. And we're lectured and called extremists by people who will abort babies on the way out of the birth canal, and in some cases after coming out of the birth canal, who elected a, a sleepy, creepy, demented person um, in, a, in my mind, a phony election to lead the world. And you see all of the, the destruction going on around the world right now. So I, I'm not going to be lectured to by those people, but I guess my question for you, Carly, is is will you let these kinds of threats back you down or back you up? Randy, it's one thing to um, to just so uh, you know, you're not going to stop me. I saw innocent people arrested and hauled away on January 6th because they dared to go into the Capitol and have a selfie taken. Did I see any of our Congress people, with the exception maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene, do anything about that? No. So is the FBI going to come come to my door, me who has Trump signs in the yard and all this kind of stuff? I didn't come and say, you know what? You're an extremist. You're a terrorist. Get in the back of the car. But are you taking the signs down? Well, the signs aren't up yet. I was talking about oh. last time. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I mean, very serious. I mean, I, I don't know what to think. Well, it's you, all you have to do is look at history. You know, they always refer to, to Trump as the fascist and, you know, Nazi-like and everything else. And yet it's these radical communists and Marxists in control of the Democrat Party. You know, it was a Democrat president that put um, the Japanese into internment camps. Absolutely. It was a Democrat president that, that uh, desegregated or resegregated the the White House in Washington D.C. Woodrow Wilson, who implemented you know horrible types of um, of censorship and every one of these massive things that they always point their finger at us at, it was Democrats who uh, supported slavery and tried to take out Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It was a Democrat who killed uh, you know Abraham Lincoln or or someone who looked at politics that particular way. So. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're at a precipice. We are in a war zone. We are all putting our well-being and our, you know, our time and treasure, our sacred honor are on the line. And I guess what are we all willing to fight for? I understand talking about it on the radio is one thing and having the bastards at your door is another. But I, I don't plan to stop talking. And 
I'd also be interested to hear what, if you have a chance to ask Tom what he thinks about it. I've spoken to him over the years about illegal immigration, so I'm um, going to be interested in hearing his story and if he has a chance to what he thinks about this. Yeah, well, it's got to be terrifying for some. I mean, you know how he views the world and what he thinks about <laughs> the, the decline of Western civilization. Yes. He's been talking about it for more than a decade, and now we're right here at the doorstep. But I believe in God. I believe in freedom. I believe in that the American spirit is still alive and that the Constitution and Declaration of Independence mean something. And, you know, it does take blood and uh, pain sometimes to defend liberty. We've been warned about that. We've seen it over time. And You're so, right. So be it. God bless you, Carly. Same to you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Way late, as usual, it seems, these days on the show. So we're going to go straight to break. We'll get to your calls on the other side. Tom Tancredo in the 7 o'clock hour. Randy Corcoran here, 710 KNUS. Yeah, ever since I rediscovered the song Honey, I've had kind of a Bobby Goldsboro thing going, so do that. Do with that what you will. There was a therapist calling me earlier, <laughs> not for me personally, but maybe I'll let her know about that. We shall see. Anyway, we're back at 6.51. Tom Tancredo joins us in the 7 o'clock hour, and we played that clip of Hillary, uh, very offensive. We all need to be deprogrammed, some kind of formal deprogramming. According to Hillary, she's the one who, in part, I think, lost an election because of referring to people like you and me as deplorables. Let's remember what those in power or formerly in power think of you. Here's Nancy Pelosi. It's interesting to see how there is a certain element of the population who will just go for him. They're people we would probably never get. They don't share our values in terms of respect for the dignity and worth of every person and the rest. Yeah, right. Yeah. The folks on the left, the worth and dignity of every voter, that that's where they stand. But no worth and dignity for you. And I have to say, and we had uh, State Representative Ken DeGraff on uh, from House District 22 in the first hour talking about his piece, uh, calling out Dick Wad, ums, and... Um, I think that's how Dick feels about you, too, to call the current chair, a an America first current chair of the state party, Comrade Dave, now a liar and a coward. It's unbelievable. This is what the establishment base of the Republican Party, the establishment, I guess that's a contradiction, the establishment group of the Republican Party has thought about you forever. And now that you are getting some power, flexing some muscle, it's you. You're the reason that Kevin McCarthy is no longer Speaker of the House. It's because the people, the populist movement, the America First folks are activated. They're calling on Congress. They're electing people who will stand on principle and on values and not just giving in and giving over. Or Well, the primary's over. Too bad, so sad. And I, for one, am very, very proud of that. And it's a sign that we may still save this sinking ship yet. And, you know, Colorado is a mini California. We, we all see what's happening here. But even in California, by changing the way that the Republican Party has been acting uh, and operating out there, the party in California plays in primaries now. And they have actually won some, you know, flipped some Democrat seats to Republican. It's slow. It's horrible. 
And it's so bad there that people are fleeing. And Colorado, the same thing. Remember, we were the number one place to go for business and quality of life and soaring real estate values. It's all gone to hell. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's see. Oh, we've got the great American himself. Eric, man, you were called out earlier in the show. People were sending some love your way. How are you doing, man? Hi, my brother. It's it's great to talk to you. (laughs) Indeed. I uh, gave a shout-out to Kara and Shannon and you. You guys are like family to me. I love you guys, you know, dearly. So, well, thank you, man. And, you know, I wanted to, Stephen calls me the mayor of Stapleton, <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't get a chance to tell him, you know, all about the goings-ons with, you know, Antifa, when you had forewarned us about what Fat Tay was going to do that, 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 20 sec, that 21st day or 22nd day when I had spoke to you and uh, when they were parading down Quebec when I got arrested that day, yeah. you know, popping yeah. off a few, a few rounds. <laughs> yeah. But maybe I get a chance to tell that story. And, um, you know, Randy, there's two things. Um, my brother, I know we're running late. Um, can, what Dick Wadham said when he was, uh, Peter Boyles interviewed him on George's show when Peter filled in, what was that, Thursday? I don't know. I didn't yes. hear. Yes, yes. Um, when he blamed the um, the link or whatever it was in the column that your guest first guest was talking about, he blamed that on Dave Williams. He he and Ken. He blamed what on Dave Williams? About uh, what your first guest was talking about. Yeah, but what what did, what was specifically on that column? On, on that column. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I heard about this, that he, that Wad, ums, Dick Wad, ums, was saying that um, that the column was guessed, was ghosted, written by Dave Williams. That's a flat-out lie. Ken DeGraff, yeah. you, could, you could hear Ken DeGraff's voice after you hear him on the radio in the words behind that column. I mean, and if somebody, I mean, people ghostwrite columns all the time, but that wasn't the case yeah. here. But what the heck? Can Dave can Dave sue Dick Wadhams for defamation? <laughs> That's my question. No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. you know, lying <laughs> lying isn't lying by itself isn't defamation, but for him to call okay. Dave Williams a liar and a coward and then make up facts out of right. you know, just pull them out of, of air is well, it's just a sad state of uh, of the condition of Dick Wadhams and his role in, uh-huh. in the world here in Colorado now. But maybe and maybe that's the, a good the, thing. The last one that really bothers me, young man, to to know in where the media, Randy, it gave out the jobs report for the month of September, over three hundred forty thousand plus jobs. You know, said the media. It's a flat out lie. And who's who's fact checking uh, the media that they could ju- just say such a thing? And then for us conservative Republicans to uh, believe that BS, do, do they have fact checkers on on on, on uh, the jobs report like that, Randy? Because I don't believe in them face, at face value. Well, what you have to wait for is when they revise the numbers, as they always do in the weeks, okay. weeks or months to come. 
And, you know, it could have been a good month. I mean, who knows? But they, what it's interesting because what I noticed during the Trump administration, as I recall, that when they'd revise the numbers, they'd, they'd be revising <laughs> them up because things were just getting so good so fast. And, I believe them numbers. And yeah, ever since creepy, sleepy, handsy, smelly, showery with daughter Joe Biden has been in, every time the numbers come out, they have to revise them downward the next time. It's uh, okay. So, yeah, be patient. Wait and see. Okay. Um, the numbers have been uh, so You know, all, all the layoffs, my brother, I mean, and, and, and plus all these strikes that are going on with the hospital people, the nurses, and then the automotive people. Yeah, it's hard. I just can't. I just don't buy that. that yeah. That, that jobs report. Probably don't either. All right. Well, you be well, okay. my friend. Keep the burritos coming. God bless you, and thanks for weighing in tonight on the show. I got to see Blake tomorrow with some. All right. <laughs> so All right. God bless. He's nodding his head. All right. Yes, sir. You hear the Much music. Love. Much love. Okay. You hear the music. Final hour of the show ahead. We will kick it off with one of the best. Tom Tancredo is next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.